All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Blacker Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome the fuck back. Wow, you came in hot. Hey y'all, welcome back, my babies. How is it going? How are you? New week, new tea. Where we kiki with you when you kiki with we. It's going good. Okay, new intro. Are we feeling it or are we feeling it? Let the girls know. Every now and again, we try to do a little slime something. We try to spice it up a little bit. So hopefully, y'all feeling it. Um, it's new. It's the same but different. Yeah. A little twist. It's giving remix. Period. So yeah. It ain't um, that one remix. What's the best, your best remix? Okay, never mind. What's yours? It's a t- torn between um Let's Get Married and In My Bed. <laughs> okay. Body sleeping in, in my bed. bed. Messing with my head. Taking my place. Okay, that's what it is. Somebody sleeping in my bed. My bed. My bed. Yeah, that one is. Okay, okay. I'm not mad at that one. Um, anyway. Taking huh? my place. Whoa. <laughs> come on early. Expecting you. Did it hurt so bad when I walked through the door? 
But you know one thing, I ain't coming back no more. Don't try to tell me. Okay, my, you know what I really love? I love a um. I okay, Brandy. I want to be down remix. I love that with MC Light mm. and Yo Yo. I love that remix. Um, shit, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> just got here. <laughs> this is the remix. I have to think about uh, it. No, 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 no remix. Because remember, oh, I love it. I love it. The slow but you one? know, part one is really the slow one. Part right. two. The, ooh, ooh, I love yeah. a part two. Part one. Same. You be you saying, saying no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That is the shit, y'all. If Anywho, you wanna be with me, you gotta keep it real. Tell me what's going on. Tell me how you feel. <laughs> Just as much as I want you. Let me tell y'all a little story. Um, when I was in a probably about fifth or fourth oh, or fifth hell grade. No. Seriously. I feel like everybody probably was acting like they were Destiny's Child. Come on. In the fifth? Yeah. It was giving early. Was that young? Yes, it was early years. It was fourth, fifth grade, girl. We had a little boardwalk at my school. The way <laughs> we were dancing and walking around. Oh, hell yeah. And we no. did a little performance. I was um doing a boom boom cat with a couple girls. Which one were you, Beyonce? It wasn't like it wasn't like, you know, we just wanted to dance to it. Okay, gotcha. And you. I felt like we were practicing every oh my God, my poor heart. This is when I was not fearful. I was fearless. We <laughs> We came up. We we were practicing every recess, girl. And then, the, we, we dedicated time, <laughs> and then we invited some kids to <laughs> watch. Oh, fuck. to watch us at the boardwalk. I think somebody had a um, somebody had like a little like portable mic, CD player, or something like that, mm -hmm. where you could just bring the tape and play it, girl. It's like come watch us. We're performing. It will be next Monday or next Wednesday so at funny, recess. Girl. After school, Ooh, we had this thing called Project Apple, Project Apple, which was like an after school program. I'm pretty sure that's where all this shit was coming, you know, coming up with right. performing programming for yeah. Project <laughs> Apple, programming created in Project <sighs> Apple. Okay, it's it's a um, boys and girls club, if you will, a school boys and girls club. But yes, um, other than that, my week is going good. My weekend is going good. What happened this weekend? Um, we went to Rose Festival. Oh, yeah. A lot of things happened, actually. On Saturday. Rose yeah. Bowl. Sorry. Yeah, Rose, Rose Bowl. Bowl. Which was held at the Rose Bowl. Which, which was is held super at the cute. Rose Bowl. It was so Marketing. cute. There were so many um, different vendors giving out sips of Rose. Mm -hmm. It was a good vibe with the girls. Yeah, there should have been more food, but. There should have been more food. So there was something called a Rose Day. Yeah. That happened a few years back. That was Wow. Beautiful. So good. It was I think it was Malibu. probably two years. It was the, the summer before the pandemic. Yes. It was in 2019. Oh, it was bomb, y'all. They put, they, they, uh, flew Have over the event and rose petals, rose petals from, from the sky. Yes. There were celebrities there. It was really cute. It was a nice, very beautiful. Was it Ghost event. or Ghost's brother? It was, it was ghost. Ghost was on the train with it, it on ghost. that little trolley with us. Trying to act like he didn't want to be seen. I'm like, Girl, nigga, it's you. Power's we all know the rage. You're ghost. Yeah. I don't even watch Power and I know you're ghost. Yeah. I think it was his um, name. I forgot. It was fun. We got free mascaras at that. It was Kayla a said she day. still got mascara from that and you do too, huh? That I, threw I know that you're away. not using it, but you have No, it. I threw it away. Oh. I don't have it anymore. But I did have a lot. I had like six. 
Um, but yeah, that was a beautiful day. So we did that on Saturday and then Sunday, everyday people. And we worked. Mm-hmm. And we worked. Everyday people was a blast. Initially, I was a little, I wasn't engaged. I know, but then it was really. And then it turned around. I said, To a okay. good time. It did. It turned around into a great mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Um, They're going to do that monthly now. Oh, they are? Mm-hmm. So the next one's in June. Well, the next one's in June, so every other month, right? Because this is know. April, and then May it won't be. One. Oh, it's every but when they in L. A. Wow, they have a whole calendar. Wow, when's the next one? June. June twelfth. I'll let you know. I hope we have the same setup. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> table us. Yes, section us. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I have a lot of things going on then. Diddy was there. Really. Remember when they said Diddy got on his way? I thought they were just talking some shit, but Diddy did come in Janelle Monet. It was a lot of celebrities. Oh, uh, we were including there. Including us. We were actually there. So, yeah, there was. We were all there. Yeah, the girls. But, yeah, it was a great time. The girls, the guys, and the dolls, for real, for real. Yeah. Just getting yeah. big guys and dolls. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, So, I think that's it, really. That was a great weekend, great time, and now we're here recording for you all. So what we need y'all to do is continue to come in hot with ratings and reviews. Although this week y'all came in warm. Y'all came in warm with the reviews. Um, Spotify, y'all doing what needs to be done. Okay, we had okay, about 300 okay. ratings over there now. Oh, good. We're just at good. about 300. So good. new goal. The good, good, good. good. The new goal. Very good. Very good. Um, let me look. That's Tab. Auntie Tab will say. Very good. Very good. Uh, I can't get it, but hold on. Okay, we're at two ninety nine. We're very close to three hundred. Okay. So next week, make us happy, make us proud. I've been doing like ten to fifteen a week. Let's do just do three ten, so I don't get my hopes all up. Actually, we'll do three fifteen. The let up to let down. We're we're gonna do three fifteen. Come in hot, y'all. Let me see it. Okay. 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 That's cool. Um. So let's read our review of the week coming from Apple Podcasts. This comes from Rizzle Razzle Frazzle. Oh wow. <laughs> right so happy i found y'all i love this podcast because i feel like i'm right there laughing and singing with y'all love the variety of conversations the vulnerability the honesty the laughs all of it thanks for pouring into our cups every session xoxo we love you like xo <laughs> thanks um <laughs> thank you razzle rizzle, rizzle razzle frazzle oh, yes what a name Thanks, boo. Um, as long as you show up, we will too. So yes, we encourage y'all to uh, leave your ratings and your kind words only. Bad bitches, five-star chicks deserve five-star reviews. Purr. Another thing that you can do is join us over Patreon. Now, this is a monetary journey. It is. This is a monetary contribution. This is saying I want y'all to keep those bright lights on. Keep them on. Keep them on. I want to continue to see you and hear you and feel you and connect with you. Um, over on Patreon, there's tons of bonus content. By now, you should have heard the snippet that we posted. Yeah, we knew. We know we, we said you should have heard it last week, but we have some technical difficulties going Period. on. Period. Okay, but we are overcoming. Um, the conversation around submission and submitting. Mm, it's a spicy one. Because, you know, all these men podcasts have been going viral, right? And the main, you I know you've seen them. The men going viral with these things they're saying. And the main thing they're talking about is women um, needing to get into a posture of submitting because the modern woman has a hard time doing that. And I do. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> and did. And I do. And I did. 
yeah boy go, go to hell Fuck that's you. what the argument is they're saying that the modern women have a hard time submitting women need to learn how to um cook clean hold bite their tongue and not voice their opinion Ooh. on every on every single topic and also allow a man to lead that's been good. Girl, what rock you been under? I'm sorry. I'm missing it. It's me. I'm under the rock of controlling my screen time. <laughs> That's actually the rock that I've been under. Well. I missed it. Oh, shit. Fuck them niggas. I don't want to be so harsh, but <laughs> I don't want to be so harsh. But you know what? We had a whole conversation about we this. We had a whole conversation about so, it. So going over to Patreon, we tell it all. Yeah. Go listen. Yeah. It's going to be good. Um, What else? So. I know what I want to talk about. What? We don't have any new patrons, by the way. We don't have any new patrons. We're very upset. But we are preparing to go on a little trippiana, a little Frankation, a mini one this week. Yeah. This week is going to be a really good time. This This should have been in the beginning, but fuck it. It goes wherever we want. It's our show. So we're going to be heading out and I'm very excited to go on another little girl's trip. Me too. We're actually bringing our good girlfriend. We're not bringing her, but we're all just going together. We're all going to be going together. But we want to invite y'all to join us. Where? To travel. Yes. So we're thinking about bringing the girls with us internationally. If that's something you would be interested in doing, make sure you join our email list at um, on our website, theblackgirlbravado.com. Sign up for our email list. You get uh, also 10% off on anything in our merch shop. There's some new merch coming. Yeah. There's some new merch if coming. If you haven't noticed. <laughs> There's some new merch coming, but for real, sign up for our email list because you all need to be the first to know where we're going. When we're hitting the road, we told you we have tours coming up and we yes. have some international things coming up and we want y'all to join us. Yeah, we're super excited. Mm-hmm. We are Ugh. Yeah, I can't wait to the friendcation. I'm ready to look cute, get some good food. This one coming up? Yeah. Or our other we, girl, we got a bunch of friendcations. The one coming up. Load it look up. cute, get some good food. We're gonna be staying in a beautiful um luxury. Yeah. Airbnb. It's giving, it's per giving. the use. Okay, the vibe I was thinking about I wanted to be in and I wanted to give grown and sexy. Okay. That's what I wanted to give. I wanted to give, yeah, cute. What? Grown and sexy. Yeah, you know, I want to be in like a little sexy energy, like sexy for myself type vibe. Like sex in the city? Um, no, I wasn't. Um, no. Okay. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of like, you know, in that energy of like, ooh, bad bitch, grown ass woman. Yeah. You already got three sexy night outfits picked out. I have one sexy night outfit. I have an LBD. Okay. And then I have like a cute shirt, jean and heel. Ooh. And then I need one more. Left. I thought you had three already picked out. Well, I'm torn between like the little number I wore to Miami because that's kind of given Mexico. You can't remember which one it is. It's green. Oh, I wasn't there. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> right, you weren't. You weren't there. You weren't there. Um, I have a cute little um pant and top number, um that has a little open. It's giving a little cleavage, so I'm gonna be giving a little there. Yeah. Um, I have some really cute dresses, some very bodycon-ish yeah. dresses, sort of like what I wore in Mexico the first time, the brown one, but I have like a little green color. It's going to be giving yes. So yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for the night to just do what it does and for the trip to do what it does. Period. Um, Be on the lookout for footages. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's that.
So, so last week we spoke about disassociation, y'all. We did. Um, just the idea of being disconnected from our thoughts, our experiences, our memories as a trauma response, as a survival skill. But we got to get up out of that bag and get in our thriving bag and learn how to connect back yes. to ourselves and just be able to navigate tough times and move forward. Mm-hmm. That's so. the goal. That's the goal. If you haven't listened already, make sure you tap in there. This week, we are continuing our Reclaim, reclaim the Brain. That's what it is. Reclaim, reclaim the brain. brain. What it is now, y'all. Reclaim <laughs> the brain. brain. It's a thing now. Reclaim we are still brain. in our Reclaim the Brain series. And today, we're talking about Retrain the Brain. Yes. Retrain we're the flipping Brain. It. We're, we're flipping it. Reclaim the brain, and you're gonna retrain the brain. We click, we get it back, and then we train it up in the way that it should go. Raising up, okay? Hello? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. And the reason why we want to do this is because we want to operate at tip top performance, right? And in order to do that, to be at our optimal performance and health, brain matters. Yeah. There ain't no other way to say it. It matters. It, it matters. matters. It matters. And we 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 play games like we get multiple brains, honey. I never heard of a brain replacement. There isn't one. Have you? No. There's not a brain replacement. We the only get one replace. brain, so we need to treat this thing um, right. how we do it. And I mean, you know what? We can. We just need to treat our neural pathways right. What Ooh. is that? They're probably like, She's what? throwing words out, y'all. Get into it. We're starting now. We've already taken off. Are you on or are you off? So... Our neural pathways are created by our habits, right? And this starts as young as when we're children. Mm -hmm. When you're a little baby and someone's, when you giggle or smile and so an adult giggles or smiles at you back, you get a positive response from that and that creates a neural pathway. When we're adults, our habits are our neural pathways. That's how we create neural pathways through our habits, our continuous practices. So... When you're feeling down, anxious, and you go grab that chocolate bar, it's like that's every a, time you feel down or anxious, you're gonna reach for the chocolate bar. Exactly. Yeah. You're feeling some. You're <laughs> feeling annoyed, upset. You go grab a drink. That's creating a neural pathway. And I have realized where I have created this neural pathway for myself. Mm. When I'm feeling anxious, it's like my sugar craving spike, mm. and it's like. My body is telling me, get some sugar to relax yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get out of this anxious state. So knowing that these ne- we can create these neural pathways, there's something called neuroplasticity where we can retrain the brain, right? So we can use neuroplasticity to retrain our brains so that we can be performing and operating at a higher level. Y'all ain't getting this everywhere, Okay. We done got deep in our bag yes, to bring we, it here to you. Yeah, we can change our thoughts. We can change. Rewire. Rewire. The things that we think are so ingrained and can't be shook, they can. They can. And we're going to tell you how. Okay, let's get into we're it. We're going to tell you how. So, how long does it take to retrain our brains? This is important. It takes between 18 to 254 days. And on average, that's 66 days. So, when we be doing shit, I'm mm-hmm. guilty. Yeah. For... One week or two week, two weeks, and we're wondering why it doesn't stick. It's because you need 66 days at least on, on average, average to really get some things going on. 18 is on the low end. That's what, that's for somebody who's really zipping. <laughs> brain is just zipping and going, okay? Yeah. 254 is for the real slow folks in yeah. the back. 
So the happy medium is giving about two months. And that's why, you know, they, they say it takes in 90 days to build a habit. Do mm -hmm. it take 90 days? I thought that's until you started. Well, they said 21, 21 days for like you to get used to something and 90 days for it to really stick. See, they all, they all in the retraining and we of fall the brain. So short, but the Donnie McClurkin. right. In order for these things. So neuroplasticity is the brain's ability to adapt and restructure itself. Mm -hmm. And so if we continuously do these things, we will notice that our brains will adapt and restructure and our habits will change. We'll create these new neural pathways, which I just described. But I can honestly say that I start so many things and they fall by the wayside. I'll read my devotional for one week. I'll be feeling great, but it doesn't become a habit because I don't continue to do it. Because have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR's got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. 
Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story, but now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the Black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling, but with them presenting Black stories, Black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Because you like discipline. (laughs) I mean, I too like discipline, right? So in addition to building these habits, that's what we really have to look into as well. Like, what does your discipline look like? You'll never build a new habit if you don't decide to be disciplined. disciplined. It's not even the motivation. 
It's not. It's the discipline. And then I think the motivation comes from continuously doing it. And it's like I'm motivated to doing something that makes me feel so good. But we have to do it for an extended period of time to get to that feel so good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Make it stick. What we really need to do is treat our brains like a muscle. So when we want to get that ass right, we go to the gym Mm -hmm. consistently. We're working on that muscle. Until we start seeing that thing sitting. And then it starts sitting in the same. And then when you start seeing it sit, you'd be like, I really got to get in there. I can't, I can't, you motivated by results. Exactly. You're motivated. And like, I cannot let yes. this fall. Yes. Same thing with our brains. Like our brains, if we are working out our brains consistently and correctly, we will notice changes. I really need to do something to work on my brain because honestly, truly, I feel as if nigga, I'm already <laughs> demented. I'd be like, wait, I don't remember shit. And this gives me hope that I can strengthen my brain, right? Like, like the muscle that it is that I can make my, um, memory stronger, that I can just have better awareness and things like that. I, I, at one point I was trying to figure out how to tell directions, Mm. but I just cannot get a hold on it. It feels like it's just going to defeat me. But maybe if I just keep telling somebody how to get somewhere. No, you know how I'd be like, or you mean like giving mm. directions, giving someone instructions? No, like me knowing how to get a place or like being like tapped into where I'm going and just having that. Like some people are great with directions, like Mm -hmm. sense of direction, know how to get there. They're like, yeah, you're going to go West. And then what? (laughs) I hate when people start saying, I'm like, don't use that. Although I know that I just, it just seems to complicate things. It does. It's like, just tell me at the light, am I turning left or right? Right. What am I doing? But yeah, the light, you're going to go East. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh my God. Congratulations. You just fucked me over. (laughs) my god but some people have a way about just being able to navigate where they're going and i i i so deeply want to do that i and so you can that i can i don't know if i can you are capable girl you are capable it just Ugh. requires again the habit consistently implementing like okay go what are your tools for this this is totally off topic but like what are you when you are in a place i know you're already paying attention to like okay sometimes i get somewhere when i know i'm really by myself i only have myself to lean on i'm like oh my god okay mm-hmm. bitch two five six i be trying to look at stuff <laughs> to bring me back to where i am but like how do you just innately know where to go um i just look at landmarks and i have a good photographic memory oh god I like to think I do as well, but not with that. With that. I have a great photographic memory. So um, usually if I go, that works in my favor, because usually if I go somewhere once, you know, I how can to get navigate there. back. But okay. then like when I'm out, like, um, which is a way to make your brain more powerful. I'll go different routes on purpose. Like when I'm no. going on my morning walks, I'll purposely, instead of going like the same route, I'll purposely go a different route. And then I will and be so lost. I know my whole neighborhood inside out bitch i could get you want to play you want to play with me and if i'm going through a chase in that town i'll be fucking lost i take the same way i know so many ways like i know so many different routes hell no okay well that's something that i need to do to strengthen my brain but we have a bunch of things that y'all can do yes we do so let's get into it let's do you want to kick it off i can go for it so feed your brain Mm -hmm. this is something that's overlooked but our brains take up 85% of what we eat, although they're very small. 20 needs f- a lot. Yeah, it needs a lot. <laughs> 25%, it uses a quarter of what we eat. So it's very essential that we're 
taking in these brain foods, mm. walnuts, blueberries, avocados. Oh yes, the coconut good fats. oil. Okay, the fatties. Walnuts are good. Have good fats in them too, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And also making sure we're getting our supplements, like um, we're even from nature, vitamin D and magnesium. Mm-hmm. These two minerals, perfect. I need to tap in with my vitamin D. My little oil that I got from Athletic Greens, my my vitamin D supplement with vitamin, vitamin D- K in it. Mm-hmm. I need to tap into that. Yes. I will be doing that soon. Yeah. So making sure we're um, incorporating um, these essentials into our diet. There's a, t- a long list of brain foods. You can Google it, brain foods. These are just some of the popular ones and incorporating them. I am um, love a walnut. I love an avocado. Oh, yes. My brain should be strong enough just from the avocado I eat. Yeah. I needed to do And something. then I have um, blueberries in my morning smoothie. Germany thinks this is nasty, but let me tell y'all this smoothie combo. She hasn't even tasted it. Actually. No, I haven't. I just, okay, go ahead. Tell them. Mixed berries. So it's blueberries, blackberries, strawberries, and raspberries. Frozen banana. Already, I don't like a berry banana combo. Already. Co- coconut milk, almond butter. And dates. Y'all. Oh, and the acai packet. It's so good. It's giving gumbo. It's no, it's the so hodgepodge. Girl, trust me, trust me, trust mm-hmm. me. It's so good. And this is a brain smoothie. I'm calling now it that. Now you're calling it a brain smoothie. <laughs> I'm calling that. It's called the brain drink. Oh my God. No, okay. but for real, it's good. Okay. And it has those blueberries in there. It does. That's her one brain. That people. The people. There's probably some other things on the list, but you put one thing in there, and it's like a superfood power. Right. No, but it does have the acai, which is a superfood. I love acai. I love an acai bowl. Mm-hmm. So, addition in addition to getting your brain foods and feeding your brains, we got to be taking our asses to sleep, to actually, you know, rest. It's restore. super to restore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so important to get you know seven to nine hours of sleep. And even sprinkling in a few naps here and there, the 20 minute naps, the power naps every now and again, when I'm in my office, if, if things just become too hectic, I said, got to go down, got to go down to get up. I said, okay, everybody I'm back. I'd be like, watch, watch my phone for me, please. Mm-hmm. It gives power nap. Yeah. Sometimes I personally, I, um, I take for granted how important sleep is. And I mentioned this before that I'll just be like, stand up late, I'm a night owl. And she then is. feeling oh like, God, oh, I'm it. not gonna be impacted, I'm not gonna be affected. But like your body, when you when you sleep, your body heals itself. So it's important, even your skin, you know, it's important for your body to have that time to like have cell turnover, to rest, to heal, to restore, so you can get up and have enough energy to tackle the day. But when you are lacking sleep, not only are you in a brain fog, your skin be breaking out. You be feeling shitty. It's just so it's, many it's things. It's all bad. Sleep is one of you, those things you you have to um, implement. Have to. Yeah. And a, a significant amount. Yeah. Seven to nine. That's a lot. Girl, I need eight minimum. The other day I had nine. I said, why am I so tired? That's another. On Sunday after that day drinking, I took my ass home. And I slept all day. I said, ooh. after I after went to sleep Saturday. at 830. No, it was Sunday. I went to sleep at 8.30 on Sunday after everyday people and woke my ass up at 7 a.m. the next day. I Ooh, y'all, this is another thing about everyday people, sidebar. Yeah. We were drinking some great quality drinks. And I know why I could not remember the day because I came home and went to sleep. 
But because mm-hmm. my call log said I spoke to Andres two times, I could not feel, I felt like I couldn't remember. It just felt black. But it's because, bitch, I was asleep. You so get you it? didn't speak to him? I did speak to him, but it was brief. I, it woke me up out of my sleep and I addressed Oh, we spoke for a minute okay and i went back to sleep but y'all i really thought i said some crazy shit this I said, girl always thinks that that's I a never, constant thought of yours i was like was my subconscious open or some shit i don't I know like, what you think you'd be saying nothing that's another thing i never black out and i was like lord i was blacked out i can't get like that. <laughs> no more day parties i said i cannot be black and now i'm too old for that Mm-mm. but i was sleeping I was really, I was really knocked out. I was knocked out, blacked out, sleeping. Sicko. So yeah, anyways, on to the next. Okay, so also we're going to be um, doing a wind down. Yes. So a lot of people like to bring their work home. I don't. I'll leave it at the door. Maybe we do a little brief kiki about, girl, they was doing too much at work, blah, blah, blah. Five yeah. minutes, boom. <laughs> but, you know. It never comes home no. and do some shit on the computer. But a lot of people like to bring their homework and, I mean, bring their their work home. And we don't need to bring those stressors with us. And so winding down, creating a a wind down ritual that feels good to you, that increases your endorphins. If that's drinking tea, if that's drinking magnesium, if it's Mm. turning on your show, cooking, whatever that looks like for you, just winding down and making sure it's intentional. Yeah. I love a good wind down routine. I definitely have an incense or a candle burning, a Mm -hmm. little aromatherapy. Mm Um, some tea is mandatory. Magnesium in my tea as well. Mellow. Okay. Ned's mellow. Mm. Lavender berry. I used to not like it as much, but I I got the trick a little bit. Just put a little. You don't need the whole thing. Just enough. Just a touch. A little. Yeah. A little bit. Um. But yeah, that's a part of my my wind down routine. That's good. What about yours? Yeah, we just want to create. Um, I love a tea. Mm-hmm. A tea really makes me wind down. A good meal yeah <laughs> and um perhaps a tv show or a little t- tiktok scrolling no <laughs> i feel comfortable i'm winding down and it creates the perfect condition for neuroplasticity I, you are stupid. serious the tiktok because you know what i feel like when i'm doing my scrolling during the day it's kind of anxiety inducing because there's usually some other shit I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, I know I shouldn't be here, but I'm trapped. Right. But I'm on here Mm -hmm. and I'm in a nervous state. But when I'm doing my wind down, it's like, I've done what I need to do for the day. I'm relaxing. There's nothing I really watch. Want to watch on TV. So now I can do a little, I agree. And let me tell you something. So, you know, like some people, people decompress in all type of ways and that's really what our wind down routine is for to help us decompress right so some people like to play their video games some people like to read a book and i got into this conversation about what's a value like being on your phone you're scrolling scrolling that's not value added and i'm like bruh the way you wind down or the way i decompress is the same thing exactly the decompressing is the same if it's your game you want to do something that's mindless that makes you feel good right for me it's tiktok right so don't let's not try to compare and i get this screen time vibe but just because my screen time is up and i'm doing this and yours is down and you're doing that don't make one or the other better than one one better than the other so yeah and that's a good point no tiktok slander here because playing video games is a way to increase your neuroplasticity too because it's the same thing like your mind that creates endorphins for some people yeah and it's setting your brain up for the great condition for neuroplasticity so as long as i'm building my brain neuroplasticity up 
Shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's what it's getting. And I realized that when I'm doing it during these hours, like, you know, where I'm chilling, set aside some time. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, it's not. Especially if you've been off your phone during the day. That's the key. Right. Off the phone during the day, be productive and do your thing at night, whatever that looks like. Exactly. Next, let's improve our vocabulary. Mm. Let's add some new words. This is a great way to spark the neuroplasticity and just keep your brain always learning, moving, growing. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at one point we had a, uh, an app, a, no, it was not an app. A it was word a PDF. A it was a PDF and I probably still have it. Oh, it was on iBooks and I think we should get back into it. We were learning one word a day and using it in a sentence throughout the day. We were to make sure we really comprehended yeah. what the word meant. Yes. I can't yes. remember where it is, but it was a good one. Yeah. And this, this simple habit will definitely spark a new neural pathway Yeah, because we can use the same basic words that we have in our vocabulary, but if we challenge ourselves to learn a new vocabulary word and use it, duh, new neural another, pathways are being created. Right, and another easy way to do that, even if you don't have like a whole PDF of random words, whenever I'm reading something and it's a word that I'm not familiar with, I'll stop and look it up. Mm-hmm. And then I'll learn it. I'm like, okay, it's giving cross-reference. <laughs> I'm like, what did that say? Okay, what did that say? Okay, now I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Right. Then I remember it and I might try to use it. Yeah. A couple times. That's a vibe. Yeah. Um, another way that I definitely want to implement this using your non-dominant hand creates new neural pathways because we are creating a new habit. Mm. So if you're right handed, use your left hand to brush your teeth. It's giving ambidextrous. Or eat your food. And they also recommend it like standing on one leg to balance and using your non-dominant hand to really spark some shit up. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's an explosion, nigga. We creating all these neural pathways going dumb in the over in their brain. Imagine that. <gasps> and imagine, imagine that. that. <laughs> imagine the brain. You are crazy. No, but for real, it's and this all comes down to being very intentional. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff we do is mindless. Yeah. And just being more mindful. Yes. Which we're gonna talk about. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Let's learn a new language. This is one that I need to get back into i started using duolingo d-u-o-l-i-n-g-o duolingo like Mm -hmm. two lingos Mm -hmm. um and it was super helpful easy to learn i was getting a little espanol because as you guys know my honey speaks a little spanish okay he speaks a little or a lot a lot he speaks spanish he's colombian but i'm like you ain't about to have me around everybody i don't know what the (laughs) fuck going on i don't i need to be able to pick up on all the words okay not just the little phrases (sighs) so then i'd be using my little spanish and i'm like "Uh uh-uh yeah, right. even speaking with somebody who speaks a different language, which um, when you go to school in the hood, you kind of become, learn some Spanglish. <laughs> yeah, you do learn some Spanglish. You do, because it's like, oh, you pick up on little things here and there. Like, oh, okay. Or even yeah. when we go to Mexico, like yeah. I pick up on little things in Poquito. <laughs> yes. Like, you know, I, love I it. I need to. I need to. And that is a great way to. Build some new neural pathways, right? I was doing the Duolingo lessons at night before I go to sleep. I'm like, this is great. This is equivalent to reading a book. I'm really learning some shit out here. And I'm about to get back on it. Yeah. Yeah. Me. By next time, I'm about to be fluent in this hole. Me and my boo-boo going to be speaking the same language. I'm going to be like, what what you want to eat? I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, what? Come here. (laughs) What? Say something. (laughs) Talking to Martha and it's fine. Please stop. Yeah. Um, also traveling. Traveling mm-hmm. is a good way to create cognitive flexibility because when we're traveling, I know this is personal, 
I really do feel like my perspective is broadened. I remember I was talking to somebody and he was dating someone and he was anti-travel and I'm just like, bruh. Yeah. We'll it's giving small minded. Yeah. Because it just really causes you to explore. Of course, you have to you're learning um, how to go to new directions. You're trying new foods. You're yeah. learning new languages, new experiences, even if it's domestic. It's something that's just different from where you be at every day. And it does. I feel like it might fire, make your brain be a little more sharper. Like, I feel like when you're traveling, you are like you really tapped in, you're zoomed in unless you're just super relaxed but even yeah. the process to get there it's like okay airport moving around sharp mm -hmm. like you feel sharper i begin my passport i'm like hold on let me get up on this phone. Stop. Get, my, get my bags i'll be tapped in okay yeah. it'd be given it'd be given you know yeah and also like it's giving move around it fast. sparks creativity in me and sometimes the urge to move and then that's when I got to dull her neural <laughs> pathways. I said, hold like, on. Like, girl, you're doing too much. I'm like, give me them back. But for the people who can't travel, because that is a luxury, you can, like, try a new route in your neighborhood, which I think gives some of the same feelings. Like I said, when I'm walking through my neighborhood, I'll try to go a different way. Mm -hmm. Take a different route to the store. And that's a great that's a great tip if you cannot travel right now. Mm -hmm. Right? Walk around your neighborhood. Yeah. Take some different routes home. Yeah. The walking is good. I know you love a good walk. I love a good walk. Yes. I do. I love a good walk. Take a good walk. Um, go on a hike. Just something different. A little adventure. Not... Exactly. That's really what you... When you're traveling, you are opening yourself up to an adventure. So create an adventure here. Like you mentioned, hiking. Yeah. Doing some fishing i don't know y'all right and i know like these neural pathways and this neural plasticity plasticity sounds super sciencey <laughs> but y'all this is some real shit not just to create new habits but because like we talk about mental health and psychology all the time and one of the main things with our mental health and our psychology is changing and relearning right unlearning and relearning yeah, right yeah. and it's bigger than just thinking and it happening there's some real restructuring that has to happen and that happens through our neural pathways creating new neural pathways and changing our neuroplasticity and being intentional it's through the practice of being intentional and being mindful mm -hmm. applying some mindfulness which is another great tool to help us retrain rewire reclaim our brain mm -hmm. right so by now i mean if you listen to this show if you ain't if, hopefully if you ain't living under a rock you know what the hell mindfulness is <laughs> okay it's everywhere it's being bombarded in our faces in our spaces but a little refresher ain't never hurt nobody so mindfulness is the practice of being fully present in your thoughts in your experiences in a non-judgmental way mm -hmm. while also accepting what is your experiences your thoughts mm -hmm. and just everything that's happening to you without worrying about neither the past nor the future yeah it's being completely present and the thing about mindfulness is it's so simple. Like it's something that's already, we already have. It's not hella mythical, mystical or mythical or both. Both. It's not something that we have to um, go outside of ourselves for. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make it easy, but it's just something that is. Right. All we have to do is just tap in, mm -hmm. which is the great part. We already all have access to it. We just got to figure out how to access it. So. The key and the first step to practicing mindfulness is to remember that mindfulness is a made up of made up of two main things, y'all: awareness and acceptance. Two. So, 
awareness. Awareness is the knowledge and ability to focus our attention on our inner processes and experiences, like we said, Mm -hmm. such as the experience of being in the present moment. And awareness is the ability to observe and accept those streams of thoughts, experiences without acceptance, acceptance. Yeah. Acceptance. Yes. Without judging them. So this is usually the hardest part of mindfulness. Mm -hmm. It's being aware of where you are, what's going on, but also not judging, not worrying, not becoming anxious about whatever's next, what happened, living constantly in a moment that is not just the here and now, as Brother Luther would say. <laughs> here and now. Here and now. I promise to love faithfully. Oh, that was all off. <clears throat> you know why? Because I can't hear out of my right ear right now. What's going on with you? I put a Q-tip too far oh in. Oh, my you know, God. Every you do that, that every time. That happens to me, so I'm struggling right now. But, yes. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something-something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures have you heard about chime chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me chimes spot me we've all been there right dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans but with chime you can overdraft up to 200 dollars with no fees you heard me right no fees It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdrive fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving Boost from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So... If you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. So, so like we said, the, the concept of mindfulness seems simple, but mm-hmm. it can be hard to get our minds off of autopilot. Yeah. Because like we've talked about, I feel like for two episodes, autopilot is automatic systematic for a lot of us. Yeah. It's basically just doing some shit without thinking. <laughs> it's like no consciousness. You are just nigga, going, 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 going. Which is our, a lot of our normal. It is. And it's easy to get in the, the routine. It's easy to do the monotonous shit, the mundane, because that's just how life works. The easy things. The easy things. Which are not productive for us. It's not. And they don't help us. So it's like we got to. At some point, you get tired of your own shit and you put your foot down and you say something has to change. I'm I'm the problem. I'm the drama. (laughs) Is it me? At some point you say it's me. I'm the motherfucking drama. I know that there's been multiple points where I've said that. 
Yeah. And I'm like, God damn. And that's your awareness too. That's your self-awareness. Right. And I think that like observing when you're on autopilot and checking yourself and being like, hold on, I'm not even really tapped in. I'm just waking up, going to work, coming home, cooking dinner, going to sleep, doing it all over again. Right. That becomes like, it's easy to get in that, that vibe. But once you realize I'm in that vibe, you have to shake some shit up. So in addition to being in, on autopilot, there are some other ways or signs that maybe mindfulness is something that you should implement in your life. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So if you're struggling with feelings of anxiety or depression, so, you know, anxiety specifically is us worrying about what hasn't happened, what's going to happen, being everywhere except for in our present thoughts and in the present reality and depression you just down bad. Baby. You're deep in there. Deep it's down like in the dark, dark place. Hole. Yeah. You know, and mindfulness can help us remember that we're just here. There's nothing to worry about. Not that there isn't anything to worry about, but we can't live our lives in a state of worry. Right. <clears throat> anticipating what's going to happen um, because it's just not conducive to like health. It's stressful. I know. It's very stressful. I've been here. I have too, and um, ever so often I get hella anxious, like I be feeling my heart beating hella fast, or just you know feeling mm -hmm. like I need that sugar. Yeah, <laughs> that's a sign for me. Feeling like I need some sugar or some candy. Now I love candy. I'm a candy girl. Sickening. But sometimes I'm not like craving candy like that, and I feel like when those feelings of anxiety come over me, it's like a craving mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. needed to calm my ass down. Yes. Um. Okay, but here's another sign that practicing mindfulness might be beneficial to you if you feel distracted or find it hard to concentrate that's all of us that is us go back to uh, the first your episode focus. of this series <laughs> yeah yes it's hard so it's hard. hard and remember mindfulness is all about intentionality it's being intentional figuring out what the fuck going on and tapping in mm -hmm. we got to tap in mm -hmm. if you're feeling stressed or if you're dealing with some stress mindfulness might be something you want to practice in a real way not in a superficial way but in a way that really makes changes and we're going to get there on how to implement some mindfulness techniques um <clears throat> another another thing is if you find yourself having a hard time practicing self-compassion mm. like sometimes it's easier to have compassion for other people and then when it comes to ourselves we're beating ourselves with a bat the self-loathing too and that's not cool yeah no. So mindfulness would be very beneficial in that instance. Yeah. Also, if you're a person who struggles with overeating or excessive snacking, we can implement mindfulness in so many ways. Mindful eating, right? That's a real thing. Just paying attention to what we're eating, how we how frequently we're eating, what we're actually putting in our body um, and just being intentional with our I don't want to say dieting, but our lifestyle, mm -hmm. even when it comes to food. Right. Um, and then, you know, there's some of us that focus on negative emotions. Mm -hmm. We all maybe have been here or know somebody who has this trait where it's like you only are talking about things that are negative. Yeah. What do you like? What do you enjoy? There has to be a little bit more. Yeah. Got to quit the negative self-talk, baby. Mm -hmm. Also, lastly, your relationship with others um, it's not as strong as you, you would want it to be. Mm. I'm also going to add maybe the relationship with yourself is not as strong as you'd want it to be, which goes back to the self-compassion, the negative self-talk. Um, 
a really great benefit of practicing mindfulness is strengthening our intuition, mm. right? Which would help, which will help us make solid decisions, which will help us believe in ourselves, which will help us with our confidence. When we're mindful, of taking in everything, our experiences, our experiences, our thoughts, not being judgeful, judgmental, and offering ourselves some grace, then we know that we're leaning in, and we can like feel when something is right or wrong for us, wrong for us, to us, however you want to. How you want to? However, the cookie however you crumbles. Flip it, but yeah. Um, just strengthening the bonds that you have with other people and starting here with this girl. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How, when did you start practicing mindfulness? Ooh, I feel like mindfulness became a ting like, tw- like around the time we started this podcast. Same. I feel like the, I definitely go on, go on and say the same. Yeah. It was like, okay, everybody's doing mindfulness, practicing mindfulness. We're all mindful. We're all mindful now. <laughs> um, so I feel like that's when mindfulness was introduced to me. Um, I feel like I like to, I can tell when I'm on autopilot and I need to implement some mindfulness when I'm super anxious, if I'm stressed. There's been some times, remember, I don't know if y'all remember if you've been listening for a long time. I was really struggling when I lived over in San Pedro. When? When I didn't want to leave the house and shit, when I was scared. To, that's been multiple locations. When I was in San <laughs> I do. That is something I really, I really worry. I like think that. that's just the one of your worries. I'm a it don't matter where you are. You're like, I got to get home. I'm thinking about getting home for the night. I am for, for nightfall, <laughs> baby. Man, girl, this girl, baby. I do, and that's when I, when those, when I feel those feelings, I'm like, okay, I got to rebalance myself, like recenter myself because dog, that is stressful living in a state of worry yeah. to where I'm what I'm really afraid of is somebody catching me, getting me. I'm really afraid of suffering. Oh my God, girl. You know, that's true. Cause you're, I am. I'm, I'm afraid of being put in a position where I will have to suffer. Where did that come from? I have no clue. And somebody hurting me. Wow. I, I strongly believe that I'm like, Lord, yeah, don't. you would think she got a target on her because she'll see one thing and it's like, they're out to get Germany. It's like, girl, it's funny, but you it's not chill. dead ass. Like even it, I'll be out walking the dog in the morning. I'll be having my head on the swivel. I'm like, and, and no, I've just had this idea of like, nobody's going to catch me slipping and nobody's going to hurt me. Nobody's going to harm me. And I will not suffer at the hands of someone else. Hmm. So what the fuck? But yeah, that, that's when I'm like, okay, that's it's time to implement. You need to tap in. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta slow down. I gotta do something. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be, but it gotta be done. For me, I know that it's time to tap in when I start feeling frazzled or sometimes when I start feeling like an ass, like I'm being an asshole mm. or being short with people. Yeah, yeah. It's like, girl, tap, tap in. Tap in, yeah. You got to calm down. Yeah. Sometimes you do get like that. I know. You do. It's work, though. It's work. Mm-hmm. So, mindfulness techniques. Give them to us. This is the time. What can I do when I feel like I'm being an asshole? So... <laughs> after I'm being a little bitch. after we've identified what it is that about ourselves right if it's that your anxiety triggers you your stressing um triggers you i feel like i'm being an asshole then it's time usually for that's us to, when i'm irritated and it might not even be the person i know that it needs to be checked because i'm being an asshole to someone that might not even be the trigger it. it's just yeah. i'm irritated and it's coming out in a way like me being an asshole when I'm just irritated. Yeah. You know? So once we identify that, that this bothers me, I'm stressed, I'm anxious, whatever it is, then it's time for us to implement our tools and our techniques. So 
these are some um, tools and techniques of my, practicing mindfulness that come at little to no cost. Oh, yeah. Because we love a, we love a low cost. We love tool. a low cost option because, child, mindfulness has been presented to us in a way that feels like we have to buy it right like okay we're doing this for mindfulness okay oh hold on where are the free options i'm actually here for the free ones the <laughs> hey, i'm gonna options. be mindful but i don't want to be broke it's giving because then i'm gonna have to do some other shit yes so one is yoga a restorative yoga practice you don't got to be up in there doing hot yet hot yoga sweating and shit like that some restorative slow yoga some stretching is great i this, love this this is great for our awareness and our acceptance there's nothing like being in a yoga class or, or i'm gonna say any type of movement it could be at the gym but but specifically something where you really have to be tapped into your body's limitations what you can and can't do and then accept them that's the really great thing about a yoga practice it's like you come in you really do want to be like bitch i'm full yogi you want to be <laughs> you, you want to be full handstand some warrior she you said be, warrior and i got yeah, right into it yeah, you want to be warrior <laughs> You want to be warrior too. Yeah. You want to leg up. You want to be uh. You want to be pigeoned. You want to be doing all the cut cow cut. You know. Stop it. Stop. You, you want to be in all the. <laughs> My point is, you want to be in all the poses Bruh. fluidly. Like the first day you do yoga, you want to be feeling like you've been doing it for, for years. years, right? Trying not to look embarrassed. Exactly. But with yoga, it's like okay, we're all starting somewhere, and it's really a journey about meeting yourself on the mat, accepting where you are. These are my limitations right now. I can't really go into full split. Right. She's giving up. She's giving triangle. Okay. She's not. Yeah, girl, please. Uh, hello. Bring the blocks. Yeah. It's giving, give me get... something. And that's what I like about the restorative because it is a more relaxed approach that allows you to be mindful. And, you know, I know two things. What? You look I, like you about to laugh. Oh, I, now it's funny, but it's really not that funny. I went to the, um, this is, it's a yoga studio by my house. I had a little class pass and I went to a couple of restorative yoga classes, um, after I got played like a fiddle. Yeah. <laughs> when you had to reset her. Bitch, I, I, there's never been a time where I've been wearing mindful where it's like, I, bitch, you play. Now I have to reset my mind. Yeah for multiple reasons Ooh, yeah and i noticed um and that restorative yoga did your girl good yeah. i definitely was doing some resetting there yeah but also what i've noticed about myself that i definitely want to um do better with and i always want to keep a grip on this is i noticed that i'm more mindful when i'm single oh oh yeah wow i'm more mindful i'm doing why do, you, I'm, why do you feel that way because i feel like i have more of my time mm to implement some of these mindful practices like i'm in my own energy mm -hmm. like not saying i can't get up and go to the yoga no but it's different but you know it's different mm -hmm. so so what are you like what do you feel like would be some um solutions to that unless you're still unpacking it making sure that i'm still implementing the practices because this is the thing if i'm waking up at my house you know if you're wake if i'm waking up at my house the whole morning routine is different, different. yeah yeah you yeah. know i'm waking up moving around not that i can't move around but it's different if i'm in my own if i'm at somebody else's house yeah it's always different even if you enjoy being at that person's house right, right? it's just like this is not my element i don't have all my tools my things my i don't have my cat right i don't it's have, just you a know different vibe saying? it's a modified right and or if none. i wake up doing some of my shit it might wake you up yeah it's so it's different. creating thinking so what i could do is create in the modified mindful practice um just like there's multiple morning routines that we can have it's like okay when i'm over here this is my mindful practice and when i'm at my house this is my mindful practice right right, right. not just throwing it by the wayside and it's like oh bitch i'm not mindful 
Yeah. <laughs> and then have to go back into it. It's just something. I know you're going back and forth. Sometimes you're doing it. Sometimes you don't. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a good, that's a good. Um, so another technique. What do I want um, to say? Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's a good observ observation. observation. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. That was it. So this girl's back. Another technique, journaling. Yeah. This she girl, stays this on y'all This girl, this girl, journaling. It's like you try to, and it's like, oh, hey, journaling. Journaling, stay on y'all neck. Hey, journaling. Yeah. Journaling mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Um, Writing down how we're feeling and what we're experiencing is a very effective way to tap in and be mindful, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, it seems very, very small. But when I look back in those journals, the times I did take a pen to paper, I'm like, wow, I remember. I was saying something. I remember. I remember. And then sometimes I'm like, did I write this? Right. This is sound like, effect. Poetic. It's right. poetic. This is, right. This is really, you know, I was really putting the pen to the paper. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. Journaling is a. Uh, it's good for the girls. Yeah. And yeah. if you are not a free write girly, get a few prompts. Because I'd be sitting there like, what I want to say today, Lord? And that's usually what my journaling practice is, honestly. Like, I'll, I'll be sparked by something, and then I take it from there. Yeah, yeah. I take it from there because I'm not usually free. I've done a couple of free rights. When I go back and look at those entries, those are the moments where I knew I was really <laughs> going through. So I'm like, girl, you had to get it out. I'm oh, my God. My eyes are watering this episode. Why is everything so funny? Ooh, I don't know. I feel like I'm off of edible or something. <laughs> anyway, meditation is the next mindful practice. Super simple. Actually, this is not simple at all. This is fucking hard. Yeah, girl. Meditating is very hard, which is why we are more fans of a guided meditation. I will say it. <laughs> From the mountaintops. I am a guided meditation mommy yeah a guided meditation is that girl the calm app has some amazing guided meditations um you can trial it see if you like it and start a subscription i remember during the pandemic ooh, during the pandemic was when the, i was really tapped in same i was doing like meditate 21 meditation challenges with the deepak chopra app which is another good one in the inside app david beckwith had one remember we paid for his program girl that was getting us girl i was in tears with that one yeah, that the you know one thing girl that's the one that had me breaking down yeah <laughs> one thing about that pandemic it was like early changing. the early stages of um covid in the shutdown we were really forced to be more mindful. I feel we like were. I have never, <laughs> I've never been more mindful. Agreed. It's like you ain't got shit I kinda to do. I kind of want to go back to that. Since I, since I know that we out on the other side. That, that we can the, overcome. Yeah, that the world didn't end because I just knew it. I said, he's coming. Girl, that's when she had me getting emergency kits and everything else. I'm like, what are we going to do with this? But let me tell you something. This is another sidebar. The power went out in my house and you know what I pulled out? I said, hold on. I said, what, what else is coming? What else is coming down? Because. Bitch, I got a sleeping bag. I got a fire kit. I got a, a tent. I, I really do. I got some dried food. What? A filtered straw. A filtered straw. I said, what? What's going on out here? Okay, on my street. <laughs> Luckily, Same thing happened when my power went out. I was barely out for an hour, but what was I? Strapped. TTG trained to go. I said, who's, who's prepared? And I was feeling so proud about having that emergency kit. I said, one thing about me, I'm ready. I don't know what everybody exactly. else is doing, but I had my battery pack. Listen, I had my crank radio. I was like, I will work this motherfucker. <laughs> I said, my phone was going to be dead. I said, uh -uh, uh -uh, I'm ready. I had that little light on power came back on. No, I put my shit up. I said, we will revisit this another day. Hopefully there doesn't come a time, but if it does, I am ready. So the pandemic prepared us with that in that way too, having that yeah. emergency kit on deck. 
and I'm for real. Like the mindfulness was really on ten. It was. I, I really wish we could have those little moments every like year, like a quick little reset. Everybody, well, but we then have it, to implement them ourselves. No, but you can't implement it the way it was in the. Pandemic. I mean, not like that, but bits and pieces that we want to take. When I'm it waking, was a feeling, when though. I'm waking was up, running through the neighborhood daily, <laughs> bitch. I mean, feet were hitting the pavement. I seen things that I don't see walking because I was seeing it from a different lens, a totally different lens. It's like I'm really running through this neighborhood. I know that's what I said. It was a different feeling. I honestly loved that part of the pandemic. Like the first three months, I really loved it. Like I was, I was running after work. I was coming. There was nothing to do. There was literally nothing to do. We weren't even here yet. I don't think we were not. We, we weren't. So like everything was just so much slower. I was at home. There was nowhere to go. I was. It was a beautiful feeling, and the energy was different. <laughs> I mean, we were having. We were going and getting drinks. I made multiple different types of margaritas. It was a beautiful time. It was a beautiful time. It it felt definitely more slower paced because it was. There was no hustle and bustle. Like it was great. And I know uh, that's coming from a pace of place of privilege, right? Right. There was nobody who in my family who was severely sick or ill or Right. We're fatally. talking about the good part, not right. the sick part. So parts. we're not saying that it, I'm just saying that what we gained yeah. from it. Okay. So also doing a little bit of breath work. Mm -hmm. So when you feel yourself becoming overwhelmed, anxious, or unbalanced, try some deep rhythmic breathing exercises. Mm -hmm. I have done this. This activates the parasympathetic parasympathetic damn parasympathetic nervous system and I can t attest to this. Yeah. I went to like a little wellness retreat and we did some breath work. Mm -hmm. This was my first time doing this and girl, it was deep. Yeah. It was getting emotional in there like doing that. Uh -huh. I'm like, "Oh fuck." Cuz it really like puts a halt to your fight or flight. Mhm. Mm you know response which we're typically in like always anxious always worried like me mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure child if i did enough deep breathing every day i'd probably calm down right yeah right implement it i will i will do something so there are many breathwork exercises but we'll share one that we love yes relaxing breath also known as four seven eight breathing slows the heart rate and brings our consciousness to the present moment it teaches the body how to take in less, release more, and create space between inhales and exhales. By creating space between stimulus and response, this breath has a practical application in the stressful moments we encounter on a daily basis. So let's walk through it. Let's do it. <clears throat> Start by releasing all of the air from your chest and inhale through the nose for four seconds. Then hold your breath for seven seconds. Then exhale out of the mouth for eight seconds. Repeat this cycle up to four times. So it's releasing all the air from your chest and inhale through the nose for four seconds. Hold your breath for seven seconds and then exhale out of the mouth for eight seconds. Do that on your own time. I just did it so on this time. I'm like, you do it. Feel? Try it. You do it and tell me okay. how you feel. I love the way it feels. Okay. So you want me to read it to you? Yes. Okay. So you're going to. Start by releasing all the air from your chest and inhale through the nose for four seconds. Then hold your breath for seven seconds. And exhale out the mouth for eight seconds. You do that four times. Stop it. 
Stop no, it. but that's good. That repeat. I was doing the meditation where it was including some breath work, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta really set aside an hour for this because this yeah, is taking me on one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is not a quick so meditation. Um, another technique that you can employ is to doodle or color. Mm. Adult coloring books are all the rage. There's a real erotic, exotic one if you want to get freaky with it. Yeah, the right. Alpha Channeling coloring book. Oh, you told me about that one. Yes. What are you coloring? Like penises? Yeah, and like kind of positions that are like a man and a woman. It's very yeah. sensual but beautiful. I'll show I you. I like a coloring book. When we went to Joshua Tree, they had um, some coloring books at our Airbnb. Mm -hmm. And while we were just chit chatting, I was doing a little bit of coloring. You very were. relaxing. You know what? I actually bought a, this as a gift to a nigga I was dating. <laughs> <laughs> I had got him a, a, a erotic coloring book because he was into that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know where it is, but. Yeah. I'll look it up. This I need some coloring books. It's like this. Okay, yeah, that's very nice. Oh, wow, wow. The eating of the ass. And then she got it's it. giving a little 69. Yeah. Oh, wow. So y'all get into it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Y'all get into it if you're into erotic, erotica, exotica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> things like that. Mm -hmm. It might be something worth your while or for you to exchange with a partner. Ooh, that could be a little mindfulness that you guys can both do together. Uh, coloring together? You know, an erotic version. Though. And then you top out, of, then you tap. Next thing you know, you tapped out of mindful and then you... In the freaky. Fuck, and it's like, I'm trying to be mindful. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, Um. also setting daily intentions, right? This is definitely mindful. This is giving top of the morning, top, top of the morning, top, top of the, of the morning. morning. Yeah. Yeah. At the top of your day, setting intentions. How do you want your day to go? How do you want to feel during the day? We were doing that at the beginning of the pandemic, too. Were we? Yeah, we were. We were setting an intention for the day. That was a part of the journal prompt. It was like, um, what's your intention? Name three things that are your intentions for today. I forgot. I got to go back and look. It was right. a lot of shit that we was doing. We was doing a lot of things. I haven't set a daily intention in so damn long. And that explains why my days have been upside down. You turning me. Girl. Hands be in. Hands it's just in. like I just wake up and my feet hit the ground running. Okay, Brittany. I know. I'd be like the same. I'm saying, okay, but I mean, but the, 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 the constant in my mindfulness practice is like, I wake up, I always have my limit, my lime water. Like I do that. I, you know what else I realized? What? I have, this was, I think on Monday, I had to redefine what it means to like get ready for work in the morning mm. because I was using the time that I was getting ready for work in the morning to just get ready for work in the morning. Really like this is how I'm starting my day. Right. You feel me? So a lot, however much time you need. Right. Not even just a lot, how much time that I need. Sometimes I was just limiting getting ready for getting up in the morning to what I need to do to be ready for work. Instead of what you need to do for you. For the day. Right. Because I was like folding things, washing little stuff, doing things. And I'm like. This has nothing to do with like me getting out the house right now. And I was like, no, no, no. It's not about me getting out the house right now. My day has started. And you know, that's, this is what I need to do. So true. When I'm at my house, I love to like do little things before I just get going. Right. Like work is just a part of my day. Right. I can't just be like, I got to get up. I got to drink my lime water. I got to have my athletic greens. I got to take a shower. I got to do this. Like, no, nah, hell right. no. Nah. Like, let me make my bed. Like I'm actually up for the day. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's something that I've been trying to do in addition to setting my daily intentions and it doesn't have to be anything you write maybe your daily intention is like i'm having a day today nothing's gonna affect me my energetic force field right whatever it is mental quick little verbal talk with yourself and get out and get going 
Yeah. Um, and lastly, going for walks. Yeah. Whether that's morning, midday. You know, today I was really feeling overwhelmed and I wanted to take a midday walk, but meetings were in the way. But I said, I can go on a walk whenever I feel like. Yeah. Because that's something that really does help me be mindful, I swear to God. Yeah. You love a walk. Evening walks, although, well, now it's getting dark later. Oh, dark later. Yeah. Yeah. You can. Mm -hmm. After work. Go for a walk. Period. So we are also acknowledging and want to remind you for you to leave space for yourself to recognize that mindfulness is difficult. It's not easy. Meditation is hard as fuck. Sitting with yourself is hard as fuck. Being self-aware is hard as fuck. Not being judgmental of yourself is Mm -hmm, hard as fuck. mm -hmm. Not being critical of yourself is hard as fuck. All of it is hard as fuck. And also being in the present moment, times are hard. As fuck. That's it. You know, people are losing their jobs. It's harder to stay afloat. We get it. It's tough out here. We understand. So give yourself permission and room and grace to move through your mindfulness practice at whatever pace that you need to. That's it. You know, you don't got to do all of this stuff at once. You could choose something that you like. It don't even got to be nothing on this list at all. Right. The intention here is that we are just trying to retrain our brains and the two the two tools that we provided to you today, neuroplasticity mm-hmm. and mindfulness, are just that. Two tools. tools. That's it. So... Now it is time for our next segment, which is the girlfriend gag. Now the girlfriend gag is where you all send us your questions, your comments, concerns, and we gag about them on the show, which means we just give our opinion. Mm-hmm. It's not law. It's not. You can take it or you can leave it. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. So homegirl slid in and she said, hey, ladies. See. I am exhausting all of my options of people to give me a different perspective different perspective on the preceding situation. I'm hoping that you both be able to give me some insight into my relationship. I've been in a year-long partnership with an amazing man. For the most part, I don't have any complaints. We cannot be any more similar and different at the same time. He has a more fluid and open-minded way of thinking. In me, although I am not completely closed-minded, I know I can be very stubborn about not allowing certain situations to fly. To him, nothing is ever that deep. He is a very social being, heavily into social media, and me, not so much. Let me preface this by saying, I don't have an issue with my man interacting with other women platonically, having women friends or whatever. A few months ago, I was curious to know what this Twitter spaces, kind of like Clubhouse, platform was about. Something he enjoys and chimed in on one of his conversations. I overheard him and a woman conversing. Mostly sexual banter where he would say her name and she would begin moaning. Hell no. Okay. Nigga. Boy, get out of this Twitter space. I would be like, I would be, oh, I could feel me shaking. Same. Though he did not say anything besides her name, the woman repeatedly voiced how much his voice was turning her on and he continued to do it. I spoke to him about it. He explained it was playful and he found it amusing. He asked the woman if she was serious about making passes at him. I don't know why. And he responded, that's flattering, but if I wasn't spoken for, I'd entertain the thought. I was very hurt by that statement, but he does not see why. I don't see why the I'd entertain it has to be inserted in the first place. He's doing a lot. He really is. I tried to let it go, as he said he understands where he went wrong and it won't happen again. Fast forward two to three months, these two are still going at it. In convo, she asks if they can go for lunch. He agrees. I immediately called him up and told him he's not going. I don't understand why the fuck he thought that was okay. 
to know that I had come to you about this issue, express my dislike of their interaction, and you agree, and you agree to go out with this girl is beyond me. He said she wants to be friends. Yes, yeah, see, no. He agreed not to go, but wants to know if he could continue to speak amongst the group she is in. Of course, not wanting to seem too controlling, I told him to do what he wants. He sure the fuck did. In the next two weeks, this chick was back at it, basically saying how she'd like to feel him inside of her. Uh-uh. He laughed it off. I'm so over it at this point and told him he needs to do something. He hits her up and he tells her, my girlfriend doesn't like it. And you can't be talking to me like that anymore. Annoying. This past week, I've seen him and her in five consecutive days in a row in the same group chat. One she hosts. It's like he spends more time chatting with her than me. I just don't understand why he is so drawn to this person. Why can't he, as my partner, be considerate to the fact that I have an uneasiness about this situation and cut it off? He doesn't see the need to stop interacting with this person because he's not responding to her sexual innuendos, nor is he seeing her in person. He said he will not stop going into the spaces she is in, although I have an issue with it. He insists it's something I have to work through, so I end up taking the L. It's frustrating. I am truly reconsidering if this is a relationship for me. As much as I love him, it's upsetting. Unless we have some groundbreaking therapy or we come to a mutual agreement, this won't last. I'm confident that he wouldn't cheat on me and I'm not threatened by the girl. I just don't like the interaction. I hate to have a popcorn Twitter bitch <laughs> in social media to be the reason we end it. Am I bugging? I'm doing my best not to self-gaslight, but I can't help but think that I'm bugging. You're not. You are not bugging. He's There's bugging. no fucking way. Bruh. Boy, when, we, when you decide to get into a relationship with mm -hmm. me, I don't know about you, homegirl, who mm -hmm. wrote this. Mm -hmm. But when you decide to get into a relationship with me, then you are saying that we are accountable to one another, that you're going to respect me and yourself as the way you would if I was there whenever I'm not there. You would not be carrying on like that in front of me if I was present. Right. With another woman. She's saying your name. You saying her name. Y'all moaning. She moaning that would and not talking be about happening. she wants to feel you inside of her. It's inappropriate. I need you to imagine my my presence. Me there as you are responding to this right. woman. You would not be saying that, nor would you be letting somebody say that to you. And then seeing you, you don't entertain it and you haven't taken her up on her offers. But then your excuse for not talking to her is you're telling her my girlfriend doesn't like it. And if I wasn't, and if spoken I wasn't for, spoken for, no, you don't even need no to mention me. It's giving Tell no her respect. it's inappropriate and in the communication. Why are you talking about what your girlfriend doesn't like? What don't you like? And that's the thing. He don't give a fuck about what you don't like, to be quite honest. Period. He, he does has not no respect care. for you. It's giving no respect for you. And honestly, truly, this is feeding his ego. Yeah. This is him getting everything that he wants out of the attention from another woman he's getting attention from her why are you in the same rooms as her five consecutive five. days it's talking about i will not okay well you will not be in this relationship with me because i can't handle it that would make you think he wouldn't cheat on you it's right it's giving go ahead and let him go to the twitter popcorn bitch bye because be that's like, what he's doing he's doing what he wants to do and you have expressed multiple times how it makes you feel and that is so inconsiderate and you don't have to take the l you, you don't. don't it could be this does not make me feel uncomfortable i'm not insecure but you are disrespecting me we are in a relationship you have decided to honor me as your partner and not disrespect me or make me feel foolish and have you care why are you carrying on like a single man i have concerns major ones. i would not be in it i personally this this is a red flag beloved yeah you know this this just oh god
I would just, I would die a slow death. It's embarrassing. As fuck. There's no way it's no embarrassing. man of mine. It's embarrassing as fuck and it's inappropriate. And it, generally speaking, you're not, you don't have to gaslight yourself. It's inappropriate. Let me tell you a little story. This was a red flag and I should have known it. What happened? A man that I, a man, a boy that I was dating. <laughs> I mean, we were young, but I'll tell y'all. He was on Twitter sending girlies messages. I told you this. Oh, yeah. Girl. The girl had like a crop top on or something in her Twitter profile photo. And he's DMing her talking about if you want to be wet. It was multiple things. There was multiple messages going out to multiple girls. But one specifically who had the crop top on. He's talking about I will. I want to drink some champagne out of your belly button. And I'm like. Why are you? Why are you, why are you being Twitter, thirsty? Being thirsty, embarrassing me when people know you. People probably don't have know you have a girlfriend, but nigga, I know. And here I am looking at you in your face. No, why are you, you talking wanna, about you, you want to drink, drink champagne out of another bitch's belly button? And it's like uh, the same why thing happened you embarrassing to me. me. The same thing happened to me. Somehow I ended up in a not somehow. He left his laptop at my house, and <laughs> yeah. I went into his Facebook messages. And I saw he sent the message to a woman talking about uh, sending lyrics talking about I'm just sitting in. He was also a musician. <laughs> I'm just sitting in a studio just trying to get to you, baby. The schoolboy <laughs> cute. I'm like, is this what the fuck you do? That it's is thirsty. so sick. And you know, at some point, it's not even them embarrassing you. It's you embarrassing you by standing there. Girl, because I'm sitting here and they know that you're sending in messages. You know, I'm saying of you staying and you embarrassing yourself. Well, yeah, yeah, you're sure. agreeing to be embarrassed. Yeah. So, I mean, and him saying, I don't give a damn. I'm not going to stop. It's crazy. I would just be like, you don't give a fuck. You that really would, that would just be enough for me. Like, you're basically saying, fuck me. I don't know how amazing he is. Right. This would trump everything else for me. Yeah. When you see something you don't like, girl, first off, you ain't. You don't got to go to therapy with this man that you ain't married to or not planning to be engaged to. I mean, there's no engagement ring. There's no therapy for me <laughs> personally. That's me. That's my story. Um, yeah, no, there's no, no, because this doesn't require any deep therapy. This requires you stop to not being selfish. disrespectful behavior. Right. Like, don't be selfish and put my needs in this particular situation before yours. Because guess what? You can live without going into a Twitter space. Right. I can't live with the way you're making me feel. I cannot. Live. I cannot live like this. How can I live without It's giving you? no. Yeah. And I don't know how old you are, little queen. I'm going to say, I'm going to assume a little queen. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Maybe not. But I'm currently watching the ultimatum and watching. This is, this just brings me to, it makes me feel the way I feel when I'm watching them. Just people who are being in their younger years, baby. their earlier twenties, wanting to be in a marriage Right. But then I see all the toxic red flags as to why you guys don't need to be in a marriage. And I don't know if it's the fact that I'm looking at it from the lens of a person who's now in her 30s, who maybe there's three, three lenses I could be looking at it from a person who's in her 30s. Right. Mm -hmm. A person who's in a healthy relationship, mm -hmm. who was once in a toxic relationship or. That's it. Just those two. lenses. <laughs> it's two lenses. Actually, it's not three. And I'm like. I could spot the red flags in these relationships. Oh, that was my third way because I'm just not on the inside. Right. I'm on the outside, right? I'm objectively looking at this situation that really has nothing to do with me and it does not impact me. So I can see it very clearly. Right. But I'm like, number one, y'all are so young. 
They don't even need to be on this show at this age, in my opinion. They're 20. Like, you're giving Like, them- I understand why some of the men are not ready. Of course, hindsight is twenty twenty because I, too, was wondering why a 25-year-old wasn't ready to lock it down with me. <laughs> me, too. But, damn, like, the financially, if the-, the reason is financial stability. And I also can understand y'all only been together two, two years. years. None of them people have been like, we've been together five years. I've been with him. I'm now, 25. That show and- is called Put a Ring on it. Like, <laughs> like Those people have years? been together for years and they're older. Two years? Two years and you're 24? I don't care. Right. I don't want to hear it. But also, I'm looking at it like, y'all are arguing the toxicity. This is not giving marriage. It's giving get out. Yeah. It's giving close the door. Close that chapter. Close it. So, I mean, I don't know if this is... I don't know if us giving you our advice is your objective response that this is foul fucked up behavior and you Mm -hmm. don't deserve it. And it's giving red flag. This is how it starts a Twitter space. He did not know you were in the room present. Why he's moaning. Imagine what goes on the, if he does not have no respect for you online with somebody who's not in his face, tempting him. How, how much respect does he have for you outside in public when you are nowhere present? Maybe won't find out what he's doing. He could be talking, doing, I just, it's, it's giving no, it's giving no yeah. integrity. And yeah, he, yeah. And integrity is important to me. It's very important. Trust, so. trust, trust, trust. When people show you that they don't have any integrity, fuck them. And loyalty. Yeah. Like, boy, you loyal. Uh-uh, uh-uh. He no. more loyal to her than to the Twitter girl. Yeah. He said, I'm gonna be in her rooms. I'm gonna be where she at. Now you, I don't know. You in there every day. Something keeps drawing you into that room. Go on, I'll enjoy it. Get out, girl. Yeah. Get out. That's it from us. Well. You can always email, email us back and let us know what you decided to do. That would be cute. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. So we're going to leave on this <laughs> note. We'll be back next week talking about the upside of comparison. Ooh, we really shaking the table. That'll be our last. Well, actually, we have a bonus episode as well. But we're almost done with this series. Let us know if you've enjoyed it. Leave a rate and a review. Comment on YouTube. Message us on Instagram. Comment on Instagram. You have the options. You have many ways to let us know that you're loving this or that you're hating it. Whatever. Whatever. Um, but if you hate it. Hate it. Hated our love at the underdogs on top, and I'm gonna shine. <laughs> Stop. We gonna see y'all next week. Love you so much. Bye. Bye.